The following is a Bunkazilla original production. We are monsters of culture. It's going to be a rager tonight on this warm as anything Wednesday evening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bunker Mania, Bunkerzilla UK's official pro wrestling podcast. I am Jeremy Graves, and joining me on this Wednesday, the 15th of June, 2022, my tag team partner. I wouldn't go anywhere without him when it comes to talking about wrestling. My good friend, the Decadane, Mr. Ian Bolton. Good, sir. How the devil are you doing tonight? I am. Doing delightful. It's also very warm. So I have adopted for the shorts technique. I came from from work. We had the quick pre-show brief or chat. It's like no, must go and make myself more ca- <laughs> less casual, more casual, and uh, make my and I, and I have fans going on around me at the bottom floor. So if you hear if you hear a light hum in the background, it's totally fine. It's just me trying to keep cool in this ungodly heat. But I'm doing or- well. How are you doing, Jeremy? Not too bad, not too bad. When it comes to changing shirts, uh, for those of you watching live on YouTube now, you can see I'm in my usual sort of button-up shirt. Do I regret this decision? Perhaps. But I did not have enough time to do what I phrase, Ian, as a tactical wardrobe change. <laughs> ah, the tactical wardrobe change. It always is handy. As for as for, for myself, and for the benefit of the audio listeners, I am wearing a very custom tea, much T-shirt of Robocop carrying a fridge. And if, if the sound seemed a bit far away, it's because I moved slightly away so people can see the T-shirt. <laughs> it's um, the spin-off but, comic we all dreamed of, but we never yes. got. And we mentioned yes. it already in passing, talking about the video. If you're joining us live tonight on YouTube, thank you very much for tuning in. Hello to you. Hope you're doing okay today. If you want to let, your, let us know your thoughts in the chat as we progress tonight, you can do so. And you never know, we may also talk about your said comments and or read them out on the show. If you're enjoying the stream tonight, please do give the video a thumbs up. And if you would like to subscribe to the Bunkerzilla UK channel where we broadcast every other Wednesday, it would be very much appreciated. Of course, if you are an audio listener, big shout out to you guys. You can find us on the likes of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, you name it, Decadane San has likely made us available there. And thank you very much for checking us out there. Make sure you tell a friend where you found us as well. Also, Quick note as well, perhaps audio listeners as well, you already know this because you're very likely subscribed on your audio platform of choice, but last week, Mr. Decadane-san and I, we did a bonus episode because Mm. there was a lot of news last week, Ian, and we basically decided we can't wait for this for like another week because knowing our luck, something else big (laughs) is going to happen. And you could argue some big things have happened. So it's probably a good job we did that where we talked a little bit about Hell in a Cell, talked a bit about the Cody situation, about, Mm -hmm. we touched in passing on MJF very, very briefly, I think. And then also CM Punk as well. So yeah, a heck of a lot has happened. So do go and check out that bonus edition of the podcast if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you do. Um, yeah, so that, I think this this episode it's it's kind of a, a mixture of all the things that are going on because over the last couple of days, lots of lots of big news have happened. Some 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 exciting, some uh, very disappointing, uh, and others kind of somewhere in between. And we will go on this adventure together. It'll be fun. I hope you enjoy the show. Indeed, indeed. So you know what? 
Folks, we're just going to put it out there now. Also, for the benefit of anyone watching the archive of this on YouTube later, there will be chapter points added to the video. So if you want to skip things we're talking about or jump forward to certain topics we are going to talk about, you will be able to do just that. But for the benefit of you watching live, I think, Ian, it is time we focus on our first topic for tonight, which, to be quite frank, isn't a fun one. No, it, it sadly is not. No, chances are, if you are listening to this, you have likely heard numerous other places or seen numerous reports about it so we're not going to touch on it too much but we want to at least acknowledge it this being yeah. jeff hardy the news broke earlier this week that he was arrested for a dui offense i believe it is which i mm -hmm. think if i remember the reports correctly it's his third within 10 years now which in america is not a good thing considering there are maybe stipulations relating to previous arrests and such yeah, the, the 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 basics of of the arrest were as follows. So obviously, he was arrested on June thirteenth. Uh, he's arrested on three charges. He was arrested on violating restrictions placed on his driving license. So he has, a, I think, he has a suspended or or I think it's like, come on, it's like disavowed or kind of. It's kind I, of he 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 does not have hmm. he should he should not have a license. I think it's a, from what I've heard, it's a combination. It, it's something like it's a partially suspended license, but it might be a case where there's effectively the equivalent of a breathalyzer test that will enable you to be allowed to drive or something yes. of that ilk. Yes, yes. That's Which in and of itself is fantastic technology. I didn't even know that existed before yeah, this. And nor did I, nor did I until sadly the, the news came out on this one. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so the three charges, violating restrictions based on driving license, Driving while license is cancelled, suspended, revoked. Those are the words I was looking for a bit earlier. And uh, and third, and probably the, the big one, is DUI, alcohol, drugs, a third offence within 10 years. Um, in terms of the reports, uh, he was 3.7 times over the legal limit. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, it's it's not good. It's it's not. And I think uh, we I think the last time the discussions of, of, of Jeff Hardy's sort of uh well-being and 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 stability and capability sort of came out towards the end of last year when there was the weird moment at a house show where he kind of just tagged out and just kind of went out hanged out with the crowd and just what well, just seemed very very odd and and unfortunately those events led to hardy being released by wwe uh because wwe said we think there may be something to be concerned about we would like to off revive. That is that is a that is something that is being reported. It's not necessarily confirmed with true or false or whatever. So it was there was this there was the report of uh rehab being offered. Hardy said no, Hardy unfortunately released, and then straight after the 19 days, he appears very quickly in AEW. Um yeah. I mean, there's I think there's also the, the latest developments there on TMZ. TMZ actually had the, the arrest footage. Um, so I've not watched it, it admittedly, partially nor, because nor, I, I don't want I. to, honestly. Nor, nor do I. But some of the basics was uh, being unable to complete basic sort of driver awareness tests. So mm -hmm. kind of like looking, keeping an eye on a finger or sort of reciting things. Um, but one of the key things that kind of came out in the discussion, or what Jeff Hyde was talking about, was he was also due to have possibly a brain scan within oh, the next blimey. day or two, which considering he was potentially booked into a uh, a ladder match for tonight which mm. is now not happening and given that um, he was seemingly knocked out for a little bit at the the recent pay-per-view that yeah, the double or nothing it's 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 not it's not a it's not a good it's not good 
to, to, I don't mean to make light of this in any way, but it's certainly a mixed bag of news. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first thing is obviously, hopefully, Jeff is getting the help that he needs, and hopefully, exactly, Jeff will be able able to to find to be able to to combat these sort of the the struggles and that. It's, it's, I mean, I, I, you know, have, I mean, I can't even imagine to be perfectly honest, but it's, it's just, I think. I think what I think what a lot of wrestling fans are home for is Jeff is well and Jeff is Jeff is safe and Jeff is is looking is 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 has it, Jeff's well being comes first. That's that's the bottom line. True, and I, I will add to that as well that more than anything, because there are lots of words that have been thrown around, like just really disappointed, for example, that this has happened. Mm. But I actually yeah. think Lance Storm summed it up best in saying this is actually just infuriating. Because there's an element of don't freaking drink, then drive. What the hell are you doing? There's also yeah. the element where, I mean, we've not talked about it on here, but recently Tammy Sitch, the former Sonny in WWE, like yeah. is going through a lot of legal proceedings at the moment, partially because I think it was of a drink driving offense that involved someone actually dying because of it. Yes, I, I'm aware of that as well. Yeah, so there is also an element of just like, not to say even with that in mind, just literally at all, just don't do it. He could have ordered a taxi or an Uber or whatever, Lyft, whatever there are, services there are in America. But, you know, clearly something is not right here. That's yeah. kind of, the, that's the line I will draw that under. But then there was nothing said immediately from AEW, potentially for obvious reasons, because he was mm. probably in jail. Then I believe it was roughly 24 hours later, it was about 7 p.m. UK time, Tony Khan posted the following statement on his Twitter. Quote, We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behaviour. We've made it clear to Jeff that we will assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he is open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. If you have a loved one that needs help, please reach out to... To, to SAMHSA's National Helpline, phone number included on there, Tony Khan, President and CEO of All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. When when it comes to this statement, I, I saw various reactions to this. And again, we're not going to, for once or a better word, dwell on this too much. But I think mm. the one thing that this has done, and I'm thinking long-term here, is this has actually been a statement and a very definitive stamp of if this if something like this happens with an AEW talent... This is mm. the action that will be taken. I did see a few people initially commenting of, oh, well, what the heck? You didn't do this with Moxley. And obviously the difference with Moxley was he checked himself in. Yeah. That, was a, that was a very different situation to this. Also, Whereas, oh, go on. Also with Moxley, uh, Moxley had not been involved in a legal situation. like Literally Hardy. what I was he going was, to say. Yeah, He wasn't involved in an arrest. He wasn't involved in in a, a personal situation between other colleagues and stuff like that, it was basically Moxley came to terms he had a problem with his, with alcohol and stuff like that and went to rehab. It's, it's, I, we shouldn't be comparing this. We really shouldn't because- No, it's I know. Just, that, that's why it was such a ludicrous thing when I saw it. It's, yeah, it's, it, it generally is. And again, also some of the other things that were coming out on Twitter said, oh, why didn't they, didn't they do a statement and suspend immediately? So, well, first and foremost, I think- AW are trying to kind of do due diligence and just make sure A, the talent is okay 
mm-hmm. and be able to kind of reach a sort of mutual understanding of what you're doing, of what of what's going on and what the next steps are going to be. I think it is I mean, again you, comparisons to the WWE uh, situation with Jeff Hardy when they said Jeff, we think you may need to go to rehab, and Jeff said no, and then WWE did the knee jerk reaction of all right, released mm-hmm. in that sort of sense, and then kind of going oh maybe we've made a mistake and i think there was it was reported during the whole sort of run up to wrestlemania that they were trying to get jeff back to kind of do hall of fame or something like that and it just didn't work um so yeah so i think it's trying to avoid that knee-jerk reaction of doing something without really kind of taking a breath thinking through kind of and 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 in terms of high in terms of high profile in terms of high profile um situations like this it, it can be very easy to do something rash without yep. thinking. And then it just, it comes back and bites you on the backside very quickly. So yep. I think, I think AEW did the right thing here of let's jump to Jeff. Let's get an idea of what's going on. Let's get an idea of what the next steps are. And then we will communicate. Cause yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like, it's not pretty, but again, it's like, it's some of the, tw- some of those like, conversations online just seems to make it like another weapon in a battle between brands which to be honest is bullshit <laughs> to be honest yeah, it is and one of the key just, words that you've just said then is the word brand and the mm. key thing to remember like i can speak having been like a public figure for various companies before mm. everything you do whether it's a personal thing or a professional thing in some way shape or form ultimately is going to represent the company you are working for. Yeah. It's just the way it is. That's why I've always been cognizant. And, you know, we all have our little moments of slip-ups, as it were. We've all done it randomly. Yeah. But in general, I'm just always on. It's like you never know who's going to be nearby. Always want to make sure things are safe. You know, be it like I've done panels at conventions and such. You want to just mm-hmm. make sure you know everything. And if something yeah. random happens, how are you going to handle it, for example? Random example, but for the, for the sake of argument. So there is also the element where this is a big name AEW talent as well. Like yeah. Jeff Hardy is a draw, no matter what anyone thinks of him ultimately, ultimately, excuse me, he is a big name. And that's why this yeah. is a big story ultimately. But most importantly, to draw the line firmly under this conversation, mm-hmm. hopefully Jeff Hardy, one, is okay and will be getting the help he needs. And arguably, most importantly, no one else was hurt. Indeed, this is the most important thing. Ultimately, it's like if this if if this is the final intervention of being able to get Jeff Hardy on a on a on a healthier living, healthier mindset sort of things, then that's great. I think the the best thing to do it does is it hopefully prevents something really bad. Or really tragic happening down in the next couple of years or so, and I don't want to see that happen. I don't think any wrestling fan wants to see it happen. But agreed. I like to think I like to think the steps are being made, or hopefully the steps will be taken and that sort of stuff. So indeed, yeah. So uh, so from there, then not to just change the subject willy nilly like that, and for want of a yeah. better word, go into a bit of a lighter note. But where would you like to go to next? Do you want to stay on the AEW realm of things, or would you like to venture to WWE? Let's 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 stick with AEW because mm-hmm. I think certain more sort of high profile sort of things have been happening in terms of Forbidden Door. Yes, which we it talked is about official. a couple of yeah, which we talked about I think on the audio 
podcast side of things. So as he talked about, obviously, CM Punk's injury. And uh, yeah, so obviously, uh, when we did our episode last week on audio podcast, we talked about CM Punk, obviously, uh, being injured, having to kind of step away for a little bit to get surgery, but not relinquishing the temp- the AEW championship. He's, he's going to hold on to it while AEW crown an interim champion. And we had the the convoluted madness that was last week's Dynamite of a winner of a battle royal where the start of the show would go on to face John Moxley in the main event of the show where the winner would go on to Forbidden Door to face either the winner of Tanahashi or is it... Uh, Hiroki Goto. Hiroki Goku at New Japan Dominion, and whoever wins, that's your that's your interim championship match. And as you can see, as we just had on the graphic for the benefit of audio listeners, the match is Mox versus Tanahashi for the interim AEW championship. So yeah, what, I mean, what 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 I, you've written down in our notes here as the most unsurprising <laughs> of unsurprising things. <laughs> generally, generally, the whole thing was because when Dynamite announced, oh, we're gonna have a battle royale, and then we're gonna have the winner go up against uh, Moxley at the end of at the end of the night is like oh this could be a real curve anything's it's like they may actually decide you know what let's get Wardlow in there or you know what let's let's bank a little bit on the madness that is MJF right now and all that sort of stuff but no it's like oh Kyle O'Reilly won all right that's Which, you know what? I like Kyle O'Reilly Kyle O'Reilly's fun I like Kyle O'Reilly I was fine with it and the main event match was good like even though yeah. you you basically knew there was no chance in hell Moxley wasn't going to win yeah but um, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> the thing is, though, right? This so okay. This battle royal, yeah, it was all right. There were some interesting moments, but at best, it was all right. The Hang on, big... let's, let, let, let's let's do a slight comparison in terms of battle royales or casino battle royales, which are kind of like Royal Rumble. Which I themselves. thought I thought it was a regular battle royal, not a freaking <laughs> casino one. <laughs> So when they suddenly went on the show and said it's a casino battle royal, there were two thoughts I had. One, oh, okay, that's different. The second one was, we just said on the podcast that we did, it wasn't a casino battle royal. It's like, <laughs> damn it, AEW. Well, to, to be fair to AEW, a lot of things are happening that they can't control right now in terms of injuries and stuff like that. So I, I can forgive them for making the odd bit of, miscommunication or something like that. I mean, half the time, everyone was still trying to figure out what on earth was going on on Dynamite last week after Rampage. It was um, a, it was certainly a show. And that's speaking as someone who was a big AEW fan. But I think one thing that's worth noting, we've talked about who won. There were some good moments in there and such. Darby mm-hmm. had a pretty good showing for as long as he was in there for. Yeah. But there were two pretty big omissions. That being Wardlow, like we talked about. And mm-hmm. then there was Adam Page. The yep. reasons for their omissions. I want to touch on this for a second. Because Wardlow came out and... So this is the thing. There is part of me that actually really liked Wardlow's reason. Yeah. Because he effectively said, look, Punk is the champion. When I mm-hmm. get that belt, I want to be champion. But there is an element of, well, you can have the belt now if you really wanted. The interim belt, and that's your mm. ticket to get to Punk. But I kind of like the idea... That he was like, you know, no disrespect to whoever's going to be interim champion. I want to face the real champion for the belt. I kind That's, of liked that as, as a thought. That That is good. That is good character thought process. And and considering Wardlow is the, the meatiest of baby faces right now for AEW, it's kind of like, that's the ultimate baby face charm. That's the ultimate sort of, I'm a real hero. I might be powerbombing people, but my heroic deeds tell me I should wait for the real champion to be emerge. In that sort of sense, 
But to then basically bury the TNT title and say, I want to make that title mean something again, it's suddenly like, okay. <laughs> well, he ain't wrong. No, he's not. But there was an element of, <laughs> all right, sure. But now, Hangman Page. Oh, yes. As far as reasons go for not being in the Battle Royal, him just mm. kind of, I think, offhandedly saying, it looks like I'm not going to get a title shot again anytime soon. So I'll go for the IWGP belt instead. Mm. That could have been worded a little bit better. It's kind like, of I mean, like, uh, why isn't he getting a title shot anytime I mean, soon? I mean, he could have, I think he could have, he could have just sort of said, you know what? I I will sort out my, my situation with the AEW championship soon. It's like, I'm still, I'm still coping with the loss. That title means a lot to me. I kind of, I'm not in a place to go after again. Because obviously that would, play in, that would play in quite nicely to Paige's sort of own sort of sort of struggle to get to the mm -hmm. AEW World Championship. Insecurities like, and such as well. Insecurities about having that belt. And I think he I think that would have been a nice way to say, so I'm gonna not think about that belt, but I'm gonna turn my attention to a belt that I think I can win, which is the IWGP World Championship from Ricardo. Or another word he could have said, or a belt that I've always admired and really yeah. wanted to win like something that yeah. way as, as opposed to just saying i can leave that for now but i'll go for this big shiny thing instead yeah like yeah just, a... make, just just make the reason believable because, exactly because to be fair to ew fans ew fans are incredibly smart with wrestling booking that they are they are probably more in the know about wrestling than maybe the casual fan that watches wwe yeah. So, if and of you course, give... and at that point, and sorry to cut you off, but yeah. to sort of just move it forward to the next step, he yeah. then mentions Okada, like yeah. Kazushika Okada or Kazuchika, if you want to pronounce it, the IWGP yeah. champion at the time. And then I'm thinking, yes, this will be yeah. a really good match. I am up for this. And the crowd really responded to that idea as well. Mm. And then Adam Cole said something. And then he Adam went... Cole, with his bright pink Owen Hart, tournament belt and is basically just going no no i should get that belt and <laughs> and it's like okay so we're we now gonna have like another qualifying match to see who's gonna face okada and then of course mm. i thought oh no wait this show's happening in america it'll be a three-way won't it that yeah. i guess makes sense i kind of don't want to see a three-way but i'm up for it but. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you go on, but there is a big but on this now. There's a little bit of a but. It's because Okada's not a champion anymore. <laughs> yep. This past weekend at New Japan's Dominion pay-per-view, which I believe you can watch on New Japan World, the subscription service for anyone who wants to go and check it out. Jay White defeated Okada to become the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, which of course I now means... Hangman can't challenge Okada for the belt. Not, yeah. Neither can Adam Cole, member of Undisputed Elite, friend of Bullet Club, which Best is the faction that Jay White is in. <laughs> so, have you watched? Have you watched like the post-match promo that Jay White did after the after only? He won? I haven't, but the only thing I am aware of is he called it J E W. I think, which which was really he, good. If that's he, true, he, he did a, he did a very good. It's like he. Jay White's tried, awesome, he, by the way. He got he got really sort of he got really sort of sort of uh and it, it's like well, what's it agitated, but just kind of really kind of nearly frothing him up of saying to the mm. to the crowds, why aren't you cheering? 
I'm, it's like I'm a champion. I stood in this building several years ago and I vowed I would become a champion and you cheered me. Why aren't you cheering me now? And that sort of things. Because also with New Japan, well, obviously, it, it, from the it, audience it, standpoint, yeah. they don't, obviously they don't go for the crazy sort of responses. Well, like uh, no, you see, wrestling. can I add another layer of this for you now, okay, which makes it on. even better? It's not that the Japanese crowds don't cheer and get involved. It's that legally, currently, they're not allowed to. Because it shows they're not allowed to vocalize chants or anything. They're only allowed to give applause, you know, because of COVID regulations and such. Okay. So literally, I mean, I think there was one show recently that was like a trial run. It wasn't a New Japan okay. show for allowing crowds to cheer. And occasionally you hear the crowd respond because it's a natural reaction. You can't stop it. But yeah. in gen but literally, JY going, Why aren't you cheering for me? And there's part of it where it's like, because legally I can't. Mm. <laughs> so it's a nice little bit of heel play there. Yeah. But 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 from there, it's so where do we go from here? There's I mean, two just, there's two elements, but I'll let you finish your thoughts. Sorry, sorry I did, just I did to touch on because he did the press conference afterwards, and basically he just has a whole basically bulletproof club just give him a whole crate of alcohol, just dump it right on the just dump yeah. it around the table, and it, and Jay White goes into this wonderful sort of promo of scared of saying like, oh, I scared off, I scared off. Adam Page, I scared off the Unbucks, I scared off Kenny. They they couldn't they they couldn't they couldn't cut it to be champions here. So they went off and they made their own little they made their own little wrestling promotion so they could be champions themselves. And it's kind of like and he basically said, you it's like it's like you have Jay White to thank for AEW existing. Without Jay White, without yep. Jay White getting rid of them, they this is like there is no aid of there's no hammer there is no belt collector kenny omega and all that sort of stuff it's like it's all because of jay white doing the things that he does in new japan and i thought that was a really good i thought that was a really good promo and a real kind of go that's actually quite a nice way to build up tensions between the two brands mm -hmm. i think that's actually quite good because one of the big things i think with forbidden door at the moment is it's it's cool that we're seeing New Japan talent turn up. We've had Will Ospreay appearing up on there uh, recently. Um, it's just, I think, for, again, a very casual audience, audiences who are not well-versed in New Japan, and I think this is on your notes as well, mm -hmm. maybe we need better introductions to the, to the stars, to be honest. Yes, 100%. I Speaking as someone who is a big fan of Japanese wrestling but hasn't been able to watch a lot of it in recent times but tries to keep mm. up, the thing that comes across to me is like when Will Ospreay comes out, I know who Will Ospreay is and a lot of people mm. in the crowd did, but there's a lot of people who haven't got a bloody clue who he is. And tonight on Dynamite, I think he's wrestling Dax Harwood, which should be a great match. If you mm. haven't seen the six-man tag match from Rampage, by the way, go and watch it. It's so good. But there's an element of there will be a great introduction to him tonight. But I think just little video packages would go such a long way. And one would assume... That tonight we're gonna well tonight on Dynamite at the time we're broadcasting this and recording this I should say yeah tonight tonight's Dynamite should hopefully reveal more of what's gonna be at Forbidden Door and then maybe in the week leading up to Forbidden Door there'll be more of an introduction to get people yeah. up for what is on the show but Dave, in terms of where sorry well it's in my brain sorry but in sorry. terms of where this um, IWGP picture will go to mm. I think it's either gonna be a four way with Jay White inserted or we're going to get a straight tag match. It'll be Bullet Club and Undisputed Elite versus Okada and Page. Which would I rather see? Mm. It's a, do you know what? It's a pick em. It's a 50-50. But honestly, I'd probably lean more towards the tag match. Because I, I, don't, I don't think Jay White's mm. going to lose the title in a four-way on his first defense. 
I don't think. I mean, if if he had a four, if there was a four way and you lose it, he'd probably lose it back to Ricardo. You wouldn't lose it to Cole. You yeah. wouldn't lose it to Page. I think even if Page and Ricardo did have that match for the belt, I can't see Page winning. I see Ricardo retaining. Mm. I, I, it's like it just. It's like it's one of these things, with, with the exception of probably. Well, then again, it's like I, I can't. It's like I just think it's just like it's kind of like signposted that Moxie's going to become interim AEW champion, and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just the safest thing, and it's like you could have a little have a little cameo run with Tanahashi, and then have that Tanahashi CM Punk match when Punk's back. It's mm-hmm. there. It's it's there to it's there to have fun with. But I think in 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 light of situations, I think we're going to see Mox as champion again. Not a bad thing, but it's kind of like. You want a little bit. You want a little bit of excitement, a little bit of a nice surprise or something like that. So having like a title change or an, or a sudden cha- championship win from someone you didn't really expect. I mean, if Tanahashi wins the belt, that'll be quite cool because it's like, oh, this is something new and exciting. Like I mentioned on the bonus show last week, I think that would yeah. actually be quite a fun little twist. And like I I saw Jay White and Okada at Madison Square Garden on the ROH G1 Supercard when I went to WrestleMania. It was the night before. Yeah such a good match like and I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. like the feeling when Okada won the belt because I didn't think mm. it was part of me is thinking ah oh, they won't change it here at Madison Square Garden it's the most famous arena but you know they won't change mm. it and he won mm. it and it was just kind of like ah <laughs> I might have a video on my phone somewhere but but the, the one thing you've got to give credit for while we only literally only officially know like one match technically two if you count another match which we'll talk about in a second oh, is yeah. that there is a lot of you don't know how things are going to go on this show in terms mm. of results. And there was a recent New Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah crossover show in Japan. It happened earlier this year, which I watched the show. There were some fun moments in it, but holy crap, was it heavily New Japan, like strong as it were. Bad pun on their own TV show, but it wasn't like an equal show. I think if there were 10 matches on the card, it ended like New Japan winning 8-2. Or something ludicrous like that. Oh. Like it was kind of like, a, oh, okay, well, that, that was that was a crossover show, worth it, isn't it? So it's, it's it's dare I say it, it's a throwaway Survivor series. Ooh, there you go, right? So there's a I'm, lot of there's a lot of mystery as to how things could yeah, play out on this, which I'm, I do. I'm, like. I think that just to really kind of pick up on on that a little bit is just kind of you're two weeks away from Forbidden Door. You really need to start selling it, or I think. I think they were going to start probably selling at the moment Double or Nothing was done. The problem is The moment Tanahashi came out after that six-man tag with Punk when he brought him out, that yeah. was the moment when it was going to start. And then it yeah. rapidly had to get, oh, hang on, pause button. Hang on, everyone <laughs> pause. Hang pause on, control, we control Z, edit, undo, and all that. <laughs> this isn't the way we need to go now. We have to go a different way. It's 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 There's, there's problems. Um, yeah, so it's like, again, this is like, I want to be excited for the show, and I think the show will be good. And I would like, and I'm going to watch the show because I think that it's going to be good fun. And obviously, it's the point of the podcast. We talk about wrestling. I would not be a good wrestling podcaster <laughs> on the show if I just went, you watch me door? Nah. <laughs> I think people will be frothing at the mouth, I think, a little bit on that one. Uh, I've been saying, I don't know why I've said frothing the mouth twice in this episode. It's your phrase of the week. This is going to be a new know, feature now. Your phrase yeah. of the week. Yeah, just a random tangent. We's like we were, we were joking at work this week about what is like interesting words, and we came up with shenanigans, and we just went right. That's the word of the week: shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I know shenanigans, shenanigans from WWE's overbooking. Um, Do you know what one of my favorite words is? Slight tangent: skullduggery. Mm. Oof, such a good word. 
Oh, Ex- Excalibur, Excalibur, if you happen to be listening to this, please use the word skullduggery at some point in the next month on AWTV. <laughs> or Taz, one or the other, come on. So, right, so elsewhere on the show. Now, in terms of other things that are going to be happening, likely going to be some kind of tag team or six-man tag match involving Will Ospreay's United Empire faction mm, and yeah. FTR and all the best friends. That sort of was set up on Dynamite last week. Yeah, that, that seems a given. Yeah. Uh, I would assume there's going to be more Bullet Club Undisputed Elite crossover are you, shenanigans. Are you, are you aware of Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, calling out Danielson? I am aware of that, and I am, yes. I am oh so excited. <laughs> it's like it's like if 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 Danielson's back from an injury, yes, please. I think that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be very. Are, are fun. you aware of? I mean, this. I'll try not to delay things too much. But are you aware of the history involving Danielson and Zack Saber Junior? I am. I'm not fully aware. So to give the cliff notes, one of Danielson, like you. This is like oh, like oh seven, oh eight. It might even be oh five time. I can't remember exactly. I think it was he mm. wrestled a show like around Coventry or around the Midlands in England for our international listeners, and yeah. he wrestled against Zack Saber Junior. Not knowing him at all. And he was blown away by how good of a technical wrestler he was and basically put him over like a bajillion bucks and loved him to bits. Mm. So, and then Zach built up his name doing his thing. Danielson continued doing his thing. And I don't think they've really crossed paths again. But one of the big sort of uh, internet stories, if you will, is that in the Wrestling Observer annual awards that they do, the, there's like the te- they call it the Brian Danielson Technical Wrestler of the Year Award. And, you know, Brian Danielson would win it because he's a really damn good technical wrestler. But while he was in WWE, Zack Sabre Jr. was eclipsing him because he couldn't necessarily be as technical. So Zack Sabre Mm. Jr. won the award like loads of years in a row. And I think Danielson finally got to reclaim his award. So it's kind of a little bit of internet, you know, chicanery relating to that. But it's also just these two had like a match very early in their career, arguably, or much, much earlier, I should say, in their respective careers. But they've both both now come on leaps and bounds. So the mm. idea of them wrestling each other now, it's just like, oh, mwah, chef's kiss. Mm. So that's going to be good. The other thing that we know is going to be happening is there will be a four-way match. Because randomly, Ian, well, I say randomly, We've we've known for a while there was going to be a new championship coming to AEW. It's all been but confirmed. We're getting trios championships. No uh, one expected uh, another singles championship to be called the All Atlantic Championship, <laughs> which would be contested in a what I'm going to call quote unquote tournament, i.e., four qualifying matches to get into a four way. Which would then conclude at Forbidden Door. If anyone had this on a bingo card or put a bet on this, you clearly are in Tony Khan's brain. I mean, why? I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. Having a, having another sort of championship to let other people kind of shine and let their tongue shine through is a great thing. But how many belts are on AEW right now? Thanks, considering we still got RH, it kind of whirling in the background, ready to go yep. at some point. We've got an AEW championship. We've got a women's championship. We've got a tag team championship. Uh, TNT. TTNT, TBS. So there's, uh, there's if six you count, there. If you count it, the FTW. There's seven. Uh, you've got Ring of Honor, 
world champion, well, world TV a- tag women's <laughs> pure. <laughs> it's 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 like it's like Tony. I know it's it's like give us the it's like fine. An anti champion's cool because it could be like a European Championship thing from the old days of WWE. Fine whatever but it's like that it's not really the belts i think people wanted so (laughs) it's funny because like when i saw the belt design i immediately thought of the old european championship because the actual design of the belt it looks so good i like the belt and like this is a weird it's a sidebar but related but the european championship was a championship i loved when I was younger growing up. Like, not just because Bulldog had it most of the time. Yeah. But just because I love the idea, oh, champion of Europe. Like, there's, you know, the WWF champion and whatnot. But the European champion, that's the champion, like, I can more relate to because I'm in Mm. Europe. I know that sounds really weird, but that's how Kid Jeremy's brain thought. So I really loved the European championship. And my initial thinking was, all Atlantic championship is a name. You could have even just called it like the international title or something. Also, <laughs> also, don't want to be a little bit pedantic here. Uh-oh. But I'm going to look at the belt here. So for the benefit of yeah. audio listeners, we've got a picture of the belt on screen on the video yeah. right now. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I don't think Japan is in the Atlantic Ocean. It is near the, or is, it's somewhere close to the Atlantic Ocean. Aren't all oceans connected? I know it's all water. <laughs> 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 You activated my trap card. (laughs) Well, it is all water. It's the all water elite championship. No, I'm not going to the fun part. They they could have called it, um, right, quick thesaurus in my brain, the oceanic title. Call it the international championship. Yeah. We're done. 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 But you see, this is why I've got a theory now, okay? I reckon, because apparently there's going to be a New Japan wrestler in this match, I think the New Japan wrestler is going to win because I think this is a title that is mainly going to be contested outside of AEW. That makes sense. Kind of as a way to kind of have the brand be more globally recognized, as it were. So who would it be then? Have they announced who the New Japan participants are yet? Let me do a quick little Google. Bear with me. Um, I mean, I mean, wait, wait, wait. F- first so, person that so, comes so, to mind, Tomohiro Ishii. I would say, just, have him give be the belt. Just, just to clarify this a little bit, we're having qualifiers for a Fatal Four Way, and then the winner of that Fatal Four Way goes on to face someone at Forbidden Door. No, no, no. the Four Way is the title match. All right, okay. So, who won uh, last week? I can't remember it out of my head, but. Um, oh, it was it was Pack, wasn't it? Pac. So 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 Pack yeah. is in the four way tonight. We've got Miro and Ethan Page. They'll be in the four way. Then I think it's Malachi Black and Penta is the next qualifier as well. So they'll be okay. in the four way. And then whoever wins the New Japan match will be uh, in there as well. Okay, why is this so difficult to Google? For crying out loud, AEW. <laughs> He's kind of like Forbidden Planet, the comic shop. It's like I like Forbidden Planet. It's not what I'm googling. AEW Forbidden Planet. It's the it's the battle in the stars on a on a moon, anarchy moon match between Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho in spacesuits. Book it, Tony. Book it. Right. It doesn't seem like they've actually announced the New Japan qualifier yet. Oh, so right, take that for what it's worth. But but now, are you aware of a slight detail 
which has come out, which kind of already indicates one of the other participants in this match. Well, didn't Pack beat Buddy Murphy last week? So uh, from a storytelling yes. perspective, Malachi Black will probably win his qualifier and then he'll cancel Pack out for winning the belt. Probably. Well, it's it ironically it is actually relating to the Malachi Black Penta match. A pa- uh, okay. So, okay, so this is now where politics come into play in wrestling, everyone. In, don't, enjoy. In, don't enjoy this, but I'll try and keep it to 60 seconds. New Japan has got a history of having a relationship with the CMLL promotion in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And like relationships like that, they're very closely forged. They don't break easily or change very often. Mm-hmm. AEW's primary Mexican partner, for want of a better word, has been Triple A, like the rival of CMLL. <laughs> so mm. seemingly, I think it's Andrade, pa- uh, not Pac, sorry, uh, Penta, and Phoenix can't appear on the Forbidden Door pay-per-view because of politics, even though oh, no. Andrade isn't actually under contract to AAA. I think that would include Roosh as well, who was uh, like announced that double or nothing, who was being oh, okay. sort of in some way part of the company as well. So, mm. yeah. So, probably don't expect, again, for want of a better word, the luchadors that have been in AEW to be appearing on Forbidden Door, which is a shame, because there are some potentially great tag team matches on the, on the prospects there. Yeah. A shame, but obviously, if it's a, it's a business thing. At the yeah. end of the day, it's, it's kind of like when it's like, why hasn't Spider-Man appeared here? It's mostly because Sony and Disney are having a bit of a conversation. And sometimes it doesn't go well. That's how you get Morbius. Why couldn't you call Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and Avengers Age of Ultron mutants? mutants. Well, kids, let's well, talk kid. about business. <laughs> well, 20th Century Fox, who we will own eventually, have kind of said <laughs> no. <laughs> Kind of said no. <laughs> I bet that was the actual conversation as well. <laughs> Just sitting down, sitting down with those fans, saying, "Let's let's get down. Let's get down with mm. the fans and tell them how it is." They say no, so we're going to buy them in a couple of years. Is that okay? Yes. Mm. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> in terms of how Forbidden Door is going to ultimately end up, though. It wouldn't surprise me if we get a fair amount of tag matches, which seems to be a very popular thing to do in Japanese wrestling, partly because, and this is from me having been to the pro wrestling Noah shows in the UK and the Dragon Gate shows in the UK as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes tag matches are a great way of showcasing a large amount of talent, but you can also get some matchups you may want, even if it's not a singles match. Mm. So for example, if two people have had a heated rivalry, one way to get them to face each other without outright giving them that one match is to put them in a tag team match against each other. Which in itself can lead to some very interesting dynamics. I just personally hope we don't have a match involving House of Torture. And now that I've said that, it's going to happen. House of Torture... Okay, 20 seconds. It's a, Hello, it's, Darby. A, it's a stable within Bullet Club basically. Mm. It's like a splinter, if you will, of Bullet Club. But okay, but, uh, but notoriously, virtually all of their matches, at best, are really naff. Ah. Put it this way, Tomohiro Ishii, who nine times out of ten has a freaking classic match, I think like on Cage Match or something now, he has a one-star match because he was involved in a match with House of Torture. Oh, dear. Yeah, so there's a... It's an interesting stable. I mean, they, 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 you know, purple and black's a cool combo. Just 
not with the interference. Anyway, I mm. digress. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to Forbidden Door. I think it's going to be a great show on the night. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing it. But but come like the end of, let's say, come Friday this week, I would like to know pretty much the entire card. I think that's where we need to be at this point. Yeah. I think if we're still a week away, if we're still like on the go-home show and we still have no idea what some of the main matches are going to be, that's not great. Mm. Just, just, just from a from a buy from a buy buying perspective. Nine times out of ten, you kind of would like to know what you're buying to get in. You're getting into. In how much is, well, you know how much is the show on Fight TV anyway? I'm just gonna quickly look. It'll it up. probably be the same amount as it's as AEW shows. I I can't imagine it being cheaper. Uh, let's have a look. And I can't imagine. It. I don't think it's. It, I don't think it's including the AEW Plus account. No, it won't be. It'll be under a pay per view category. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, also t- t- I say TNA Impact Slammiversary very soon as well. Uh, it's oh, not, yes. it's regular price uh, twenty dollars. Oh, fair enough. So let's shall we have a quick rundown of what's happening on Road Ranger tonight? Yes, it's. Yep. I, I mean, talking about not knowing matches that are happening, we pretty much know everything that's happening on Road Ranger tonight because we yep. have got in no particular order a face to face confrontation of some kind between John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi, the long delayed match, which seemingly, according to an interview from Tony Khan today, he has like stopped from happening multiple times before. <laughs> Because he kind oh. of broke. so not in a bad way, just in the probably a no. Let's save that. Let's do that later. Kind of thing. He's like, We've, I want it. I want the match. I want it on my brand. Oh, in a match that wasn't promoted at all, apart from a quick video package on Rampage last week. Hair versus hair. Jericho versus Ortiz. I mean, a beautiful bald Chris Jericho would be fun to watch, but I can't imagine him losing his hair. I mean, I mean if he's on tour with Fozzy and all those promo shots he's done. Stranger things have happened, but then maybe Jericho's thinking, you know what? It, it's really hot out. I just, I just want. Don't I just want to feel the. I just want to feel the sun <laughs> on my glorious bald head. Gleam. Let's let let seagulls <laughs> land on it, possibly shat on it. I don't know. We also have Tony Storm v Britt Baker, which should be a really fun match. Now. All right. Kind of pivoting back to the Jeff Hardy news. Originally, it was going to be a yeah. three-way ladder match involving the Hardys. Hardys. I say obviously, but for once a better word, are no longer in the match. So now yep. it is a straight-up tag team ladder match with Jurassic Express defending against the Young Bucks. I mean, I I think it's like it's, it's kind of like the question of it's not it's not if uh, Jurassic Express losing the belts, it's when are they losing the belts now? Because it's like it feels like we're on a we've been on like a mini collision course of well, Christian's going to turn, isn't he? At some point, mm. he's going to turn um, when they lose the belts. Now that's what I think. Yeah, I think I think Bucks might pick up the belts again. I'm not. I'm not opposed to the Bucks mm. picking up the belts, but probably not for. Don't give them another long crazy way. I think basically, Bucks might probably grab them. They'll turn heel again for a little bit. FTR take the belts off them as white hot baby faces, which mm. they are at the moment. So I suppose that the question that's in my brain. This is not. This is me trying to do fantasy booking now. Is from the perspective of Forbidden Door hypothetically, one might assume the tag titles would be defended on that show. And mm. there's a very obvious thing you could do involving do? the Young Bucks, because they could very easily be in a Bullet Club-related match. Or couldn't they just do... Who are the New, do New Japan have tag team champions? Uh, they do. I've totally forgotten who they are off the top of my head. Uh, let me quickly look it up for you. Yeah, because I kind of think it wouldn't just make sense to have your, your biggest profile tag team 
against New Japan's biggest profile tag team. Uh, they are currently list of IWGP tag team champions. I'm sure there's probably a reason I've, I've, I don't know who they are off the top of my head. He says trying to quickly frantically look through a list of champions. Oh, no, it's currently the Great Okan and Jeff Cobb because they won them at Dominion. That's why I and, couldn't remember. And they did, and I think they have already appeared on AW and attacked FPR. Correct. So there's a match happening there at some point. Yeah, that's why uh, I reckon probably a six-man tag match maybe involving United Empire. That's why I was thinking that. Yeah. But um, so... but speaking of that, actually, uh, tonight, Dax Harwood v. Will Ospreay, who is the new IWGP US champion, by the way, following this weekend. This match is going to be good fun. I am mm-hmm. looking forward to this. I think Ospreay should get the win because, quite frankly, I'm surprised that he didn't win on Friday in that six-man. But it was really good with, with the Aussie Open six-man tag match. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. All-Atlantic qualifier, Miro versus Ethan Page. I'd honestly take either person in the match. Kind yeah. There's part of me that wants to lean more towards Ethan Page because I don't think Miro needs the title. It's like, I mean, Ethan Page, I think it's kind of, obviously he's been Scorpion Sky with the men of the year. Maybe mm. it's time to let Ethan Page kind of like have a nice sort of singles run or just kind of like a showcase moment for him, mm. to be honest. Because he, he, he's had a couple of good moments in AEW as a singles, in singles matches. Because he had a really good match with Moxie when Moxie had just come back from... Um, mm rehab so had a ridiculous yeah, coffin but, match against derby as well yeah i i think i think i would like to i think page page will probably it would be nice to see page pick up the win but again if miro if, uh, again miro's just come back so maybe it's like all aboard the miro redemption arc of, <laughs> or miro versus god something all like that. aboard the miro train whoop whoop, <laughs> whoop, whoop. and Get then over. also as part of this show which i want to try and find the exact name of it quickly so bear with me but the wardlow story continues as it is literally going to be 20 on one <laughs> with the plaintiffs of whoever is suing wardlow against wardlow i think this is going to be a gauntlet match of some kind if memory serves rather than just 20 if, at the same time that said 20- I really want to just see 20 men versus Wardlow. I think if Wardlow can powerbomb each of those men one after the other, I think the job is done. Basically, there's no there's no question Wardlow's Wardlow's winning this match. We just want to see Wardlow just destroy people now. It's just like, oh, we don't want to feed any actual stars. Give me security. It'll be fun. There is a fantastic image of the EW social media at the moment. Uh, They've got like one of like the old school weighing scales. And they've got Wardlow on one side of the scales. And the twenty men on the other, and it's just level. It's like what? It's like it's like what if I had a hundred million security guards against the sun? I hundred million, or or maybe a hundred hundred thousand, hundred million warlows against the sun. The sun is doomed. Oh my word! So yeah, I, that, this is going to be. I think tonight's dynamite is going to be good fun. I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Last week's was a bit of a cluster. And I'm trying to put it as politely as I can. It achieved certain things, but in a way it was kind of the most we have to just make this happen show we've yeah. seen in quite a while from AEW. Mm-hmm. And also don't sit on Rampage from last week. If anyone listening to this has not seen it, it was a really good addition. Watch Kingston v. Hager. They beat the piss out of each other. It was great. And obviously the six-man tag main event also really great. And Chris Statlander looked really freaking good against Red Velvet as well. Chris Statlander v. Jade, that's going to happen at Forbidden Door, I reckon. Oh, that'll be a good match. That'll be a very good match. 
Indeed. Right. So, uh, so we'll be. I think we'll be covering Forbidden Door in full on our on our next live show, which will be, I think, in two weeks' time. I think indeed. Or failing that, depending how much news does or doesn't break, we may just record another bonus episode for all we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're definitely talking about it on the next video show. Absolutely. So, yes. Right. Shall we go? Shall we go to the wacky world of WWE? Oh, so where, where do you want to begin with the wacky world of WWE? Well, this week? let's 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 start with a little bit of contract news because um I mean it's not really surprising, but it's still newsworthy that it's actually happening now. Uh and that is Paige Paige's WWE contract will run out in July. It is not being renewed. Uh and she she shared that news on her Twitch. Uh, Twitch channel. Uh, she goes by uh, Soraya, which I believe is that her, is her name, name. I believe, yeah, her real name on on Twitch and so forth. And I mean, she uh, she uh, well, she, she briefly came back. What in I think twenty eighteen. So she got injured on a house, a house show, show, didn't she? That yeah. ultimately, well, I say at this point has been the last match she has wrestled in. But yeah. since then, she had come back and done some on-screen personality stuff. She was a manager, yeah, she was manager of. Kabuki I want to say. Yeah, I want to say I was going to say absolution for a little bit, but I was wrong. Was she part of no, the Riot Squad? No. Who was it? No, when when they did the whole sort of start of the oh no, yeah, absolution with Mandy and and Sonya, and mm. it was when she joined, she arrived and came with them. I think it was just after a um a WrestleMania, so she'd returned to the ring. She mm. brought Mandy, she brought Sonya, and just a few weeks, I think, into that sort of run, she had the injury at the house show, and that's and yeah. that's what led to her court, sort of in-ring retirement, and then managing Kabuki Warriors, which is Kairi Sane and Oscar. And mm. I think they won the tag team belts at Mania when it was locked down, that sort of stuff. That sounds familiar, um, yeah. But yeah, but other than that, there's not really much that's been going on with Paige in WWE, and she's just been mm. doing the Twitch side of things. Um, it it so- comes across to me, and uh, this is I'm going to try not to make this sound really cynical and horrible, but I think you'll understand where I'm coming from. It probably comes across to me that given that she was injured inside a WWE ring, they probably gave her another contract as kind of a p- part of a let let's see if we can make this work mm. sort of thing. Kind yeah. of like they did for a little bit with um like with Brian Danielson when he ended up just being like a GM for a little while or something, well, where he was still on TV. I think in a way they probably gave her a contract, one to keep her around because she's got a ton of knowledge. Like her yeah. family is literally in the wrestling business, quite literally. So she's got a ton of knowledge, can pass on a lot of stuff, and also it's just a, a fun personality to around. I think there was, I think there was also hopefully the belief that with with Brian Danielson coming back from injury, Edge coming Edge, back from yeah. there, there was a possibility that Paige might be able to, and, and that's still, I, and I think it's it's a kind of never, still never say never sort of things. It's not like I think. I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know how wrestlers think. Uh, but it's just like <laughs> you kind of. It, it, I think that's me trying to think what other people think. And that's that's kind of that's kind of wrong. I shouldn't say it like that. Um, I think for a wrestler, if they feel like they can give it another go or try and give it another go, I think they probably would. And uh, I probably the fact is WWE just elected not to re 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 uh, resign. Yeah, that was, that was basically it. They just basically said thanks, but I've. Yeah, which given that, no, no, which um, which, and I mean this now in a slightly br- brutal business sense. Which, given the amount of cuts they've been doing in recent times, is kind of unsurprising, in some mm. ways. Like, and I don't, I hate to sound so harsh about that, but not renewing someone's contract who's not 
an active in-ring performer. You yeah. can kind of understand from a from a budget cuts point of view, quote unquote. Yeah. Why I, that decision may have been made. I I think ultimately I think it kind of senses the WWE were probably not as optimistic for a possible in-ring return or trying to find I mean it's ridiculous that you can't find a high profile place for Paige to be kind of even probably not a commentator, probably not involved in like talking smack or raw talk or something mm. like that. But there are probably other things you could have probably found. I mean, boost the profile of NXT UK. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just NXT as a whole. I mean, to be honest, it's like we've seen stars and I'll talk about another star who's who's kind of shifted back over to NXT for a little bit. And it's kind of just kind of, it gives them something to do, but it also gives them a little bit, it gives the brand a bit of a spotlight. So Mm -hmm. I'm surprised there's, I'm surprised there hasn't been more done. But Mm. the fact of the matter is, I think Paige is a bit, is still a very big name. I mean, it's just, the fact is we're we're talking about Paige leaving Mm -hmm. WWE or having a WWE contract finally run out. It kind of, it does say she's a big name. There will be there will be promotions ready to kind of go. Hey, we we would like we would like to talk to you. So don't be surprised if you see him in AW or Impact, hmm. even Stardom. Maybe I don't know. This fair point. I would say in a weird way though, to be the other side of the devil's advocate. Now, it is kind of weird they maybe didn't try to unless they have already just said as a one shot they might do it. But with Clash at the Castle coming up, she could very easily have been a little bit of a promotional machine for that. Yeah, it's like it's like little things like that that they could do, but just mm-hmm. I mean, Drew McIntyre has been the promotion train on that one since day one. I think, to be honest, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, talk, it's, talking of Drew McIntyre, actually, not not to derail us even further. Random note: I was in the supermarket like the other day. I can't remember what day it was, and you know, sometimes by the tills they have like just the newspapers there, so you could just grab one. And the yeah. first thing I saw was like, I think it was like a, it was an ex- I don't know what paper it was, I don't care, but they said like exclusive Tyson Fury to return to the ring after retirement. And I literally thought, didn't he just retire? And didn't he just call out Drew McIntyre? And I suddenly thought, oh, plans change. <laughs> <laughs> literally. And it just makes a lot yeah. of sense now because why else would Tyson Fury mention the Cardiff show and suddenly he's not on there and Drew's not fighting him? It's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. But I don't know if we talked about it last, um, when we talked about it on the bonus podcast, but it's like Drew's kind of said, I want a championship match at Clash of, uh, Clash of the... Clash at the Castle. In Wales. Champions. In Wales. In just say Cl- in Clash Wales. Of, the Clash at Wales. The Clash at Wales. Clash at Wales. <laughs> the Clash at Wales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's, he wants he wants Roman there. So it's, I think I think Drew I think Drew is going to is going to face Roman. I I can't I can't see. maybe maybe at another silly crown jewel or something we'll see Tyson Fury and millions of fireworks again. And then I'm sure the local population will be delighted about God, that. It's like it's just side tangent. We are going to get back on things. I still remember the press conference for that crown jewel. When it was Tyson versus Strowman, Velasquez versus Lesnar, it was the weirdest thing ever, and it's just kind of like it's done in complete silence. And Tyson Fury just goes, "I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna box him, and I'm gonna win." And he just does a few jumps. I'm gonna hit with that. I'm gonna hit with this. I'm gonna hit with that. I'm gonna hit with this. It's like great, Tyson. You do know this is a wrestling match, right? <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> 
and how will you wrestle, Senor? And Fury? how and how will you do the up? Well, he, well, the stupid thing is he won by knock. He won by count out by knocking Braun Strowman out, out outside the uh, ring. The, the most definitive uh, way to win in a, in a WWE ring: the count out. And cue the fireworks. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> the enormous anyway. amount of pyro. Anyway, speaking of Roman Reigns, uh, he's going to defend the undisputed WWE Universal Championship for the first time since WrestleMania this Friday. Wait, what on SmackDown? Yeah, (laughs) against Uh, Riddle. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think we were supposed to have Reigns versus Riddle at Money in the Bank. But but you know why it's not happening there now? Because it's not in a stadium. It's not in a stadium. So what they're doing instead is they're putting it in an even smaller arena than the one that Mm. Money in the Bank's in. See? See the thinking there? Yeah. Yeah. And basically, the the main stipulation is uh, Riddle loses. He can't challenge Roman again while he's champion. So... Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's like, I, I mean, I don't think anyone's expecting Riddle to win. I mean, it'll be nice if Riddle pulled an upset and it's like, <gasps> we're free from the Reigns madness right now. Because I think the big, I think the big thing that's really starting to get to Vans, I mean, yeah, even I find a little bit annoying is the whole thing of Reigns has got this new contract. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with having that new contract. But the problem is, the problem is, and this is a tweet from WrestleVotes. According to a source, the decision to unify the titles with was with the understanding it would allow Roman Reigns to appear on both shows more regularly. <laughs> and then a couple of dots. Maybe that wasn't the best decision because they've unified the titles. Reigns just went, I'm going to sign this new contract. It's like, I'm off for the summer. Bye. It's like, Roman, come back. Roman. He's literally <laughs> become the new Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Well, the fact is when Brock did it, it still felt like a big deal when Brock came back because you knew he was the box office draw and, and, and he only had one belt at the time. He only mm. had one belt. So it's like there was another big championship to be concerned about. The fact that Reigns has both the belts still. Mm. And it's kind of like, I mean, it's, it's I guess it must be frustrating for WWE Crave because it was clear before the injury, Cody Rhodes was the front center Mm-hmm. attraction for WWE during the summer obviously with the torn peck and him being away for several months that ain't happening so we we've had the weird things of edge being kicked out of the judgment day which mm, makes no sense in itself at all plans change <laughs> plans change <laughs> and it's like i don't know oh, it's frustrating it's frustrating because i think i mean the quality of smackdown's got a bit shit to be honest because there's no again when you don't have a champion with the belt or have a a, like a legitimate strong title belt it doesn't work it's like it's it's remember remember when remember during the early downs of smackdown live you had the wwe championship feud of like mox and uh, of of mox when he was dean ambrose against aj styles that was a big thing but you also had a great strong like mid-card title feud between dolph ziggler and the miz with the Intercontinental Championship. And that was amazing back in 2016. But the Intercontinental Championship hasn't been on a pay-per-view, I think, since, I can't remember, but it hasn't been defended on a pay-per-view maybe for most of this year, to be honest. Ho- hopefully that's going to change. We'll get onto that in a minute. <laughs> but obviously, you know the US Championship is in a great position where on Raw this week, you have a main event of a pose-off. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so the the so we're having a Bobby Lashley feud with with Theory at the moment, 
And uh, the latest step was let's have a pose off doing muscle poses and so forth. So everyone's doing like the big, the big muscle pose and stuff like that. Lashley won by crowd response. Got baby oil in the eye for his troubles from theory. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining that on like a, 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 on, a, on, a, on a wrestling news website, like match report. Had Bobby Lashley won by crowd response. <laughs> I mean, how else do you judge a pose off? You don't have judges there, do you? Well, you do have judges. In real they should have a decibel counter. So that's how you should do it. <laughs> yeah, so we have that. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's like, it's like Ray. It's like as much as I mean. The the plan is still apparently Reigns Rock Mania next year, which is possible because Rock hasn't got any movie commitments for the start of next year. The Rock and Reigns connection. Get out! All right, get out right now. Have fun doing the rest of the show. Come back, come <laughs> back. We haven't talked about name changes. What? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, so yeah. So it's. I think. I think, I hope Clash of Clash at Wales. <laughs> That's the title now. Clash of Wales. Clash at Wales. I'm going to give it a title every every episode now until the actual show. I'm a bingo Clash card, everybody. What's he going to call it this Wales. week? Clash at Wales this week. Uh, so I I kind of think if if we're making that show a very big deal and they have been making it a big deal, especially with the ticket pricing. And all that sort of stuff. Um, I would not be surprised if McIntyre actually defends Reigns. I think that's where we may be leaning to. I fully just expect to, it to happen. Just to A, get the belts off Reigns. And then, who knows? Maybe just go, I will defend one belt at a time. And then everyone has an equal chance. I'll defend. Do you know when, like, like the Clash of Champions when Seth was, un- was the United States champion and WWE champion? He had a match against Cena. Then straight after that, Sting came and went, All right, I'm going to fight you now. It's like, All right. <laughs> Do it like that. It'll be fun. I don't know. Of course, crazy. So uh, let's let's do our let's do our happy name change of the episode, shall we? All right, come on and throw it at me. Who, who's so been changed this time? We, have, we haven't really probably talked about this, but LA Knight is now on the main roster. Okay, he is on SmackDown. He's going to run a male modeling agency of uh, WWE superstars. So they're going to be pretty handsome, but also be powerful, strong, and all that stuff. But he's not called an LA Knight. Oh no! What do you think he's called? Um, knowing all that you know about WWE name changes, I nearly called. I nearly said Marcel, but that was the name of oh, what's his name now? Ludwig Kaiser. Yes, who was Marcel Bartel? Who was Axel Dieter Jr. before he was in WWE? Mm. Um. It needs to be something really pretentious and like Beverly Hills. I don't know, something like Clarence Barnivov. That's a good name, but it's not right. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> it's like Rory Walker going, oh, it's a good name, but it's wrong. <laughs> it's Randy pulling out a Roy Walker reference, sure. <laughs> It's not like I watch catchphrase on my streams every Monday at 8pm over on twitch.tv slash the Decadane. Oh, do you really? Uh, oh, do I really? <laughs> um, so his name is Max Dupree. The emphasis on the pre. Wait, so it's wait, really? Yep. Oh, so it's got an upward Max inflection Dupree. each time. And the male models is maximum male models, I think. 
<laughs> I mean, we're due to see the first client appear very soon, and I don't know who it's going to be. It, I think it might be some. I think it might be Mace from Retribution. Do you think they've called him Max for a reason? Given that you know, know there is a Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who no one will now talk about on television, that that almost seems quite timely to me. I'm probably well, no, thinking the, no, far the name, the name change. No, no, the name change came about three, three, three and a bit weeks ago. Oh god, it? <laughs> yeah. It's just we just haven't had a chance to talk about name changes in a while. So, so Max Dupree, um, Dupree, Dupree, Dupree. Probably the death metal voice, Dupree. Dupree. I thought, is he related to Remy Dupree from like La Ah, La... oh, Rene Dupree, who is now currently yes. in pro wrestling Noah in Japan again. <laughs> See, but, is there but, but no is there... Fifi? Oh, never mind. Never mind. So yes, that, that's that's your random name change of the episode, all, all done and dusted. Uh, in other other news, uh, Gunther is Intercontinental Champion, which yes. we kind of called. Yes. Uh, had a fun was, match against Ricochet. I, I caught the highlights of this on WWE's YouTube. It was great. It was <laughs> stiff. It was freaking great. Rick, I, I really liked the way they showed Ricochet putting up a fight, almost mm. knowing it was a losing battle. And I, I foresee the Intercontinental title being great fun. Not to say it wasn't with Ricochet, because I've not been following SmackDown, so I can't yeah. speak to that. But I can just imagine the carnage and destruction that Gunther is going to lead. And do you know what else? This is the perfect opportunity to use the Intercontinental title as a building block for a future world title contender. Because if Mm. anyone's going to get a world title shot at some point, and I really want to see Drew versus Gunther Walter, I'm just saying, this is the way to do it. Yeah. I I think that will be dream match. That that is a WWE dream match. And Mm. hopefully... Uh, yeah, if Drew, yeah, there you go, Drew. There, you, there, there is your SmackDown Championship view there for like Royal Rumble through to Mania. Oh no, no, Gunther no, no. versus yeah. Drew. Dedekasan, uh, get it right. If they're gonna do it anywhere, they will of course do it where no one can get to, and that'll be Crown Jewel. Oh fuck! You know they will. If they're gonna do it anywhere, it'll be a show that no fan who really wants to see it can get to. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it before. It's just like. Uh, the 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 moral issues of the show are horrible, but it's kind of but it's mm. kind of from a storytelling perspective, we can't have to pay attention to it now. If you, I'll tell you what though, if you want a match that would encapsulate the name of Survivor Series, mm. right? <laughs> Possibly, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. And oh, and just just briefly in the in the world of NXT, um, Apollo Cruz has gone back to NXT. Hmm. Yes, uh, he appeared uh, two weeks ago uh, on the post uh, in your house show. Uh, Bron Breaker is still your NXT champion. Had a decent match with Joe Gacy. Um, hopefully, that's the end of the Joe Gacy attempt to be the world champion. <laughs> your and thoughts? Here's the thing, here's, but the here's way the thing, you just, said that speaks volumes. <laughs> I think no. Here's the thing. I don't mind the character of Joe Gacy. The, the Joe Car- Gacy character, he's not leading on like safe zones or like the whole, because when he started, it was kind of like just really making a, a kind of really taking a dig at obviously things like safe spaces and stuff like that. It was really kind of weird and just weird bollocksly wrong. Hmm. But then he's turning like a culty thing again and we're going down like a Bray Wyatt 
area. But the fact of the matter is, he just, he wears the most boring attire to arrest. It's like Corbin level, Constable Corbin level's bad. It's he hey. just turns up in a black shirt, a short sleeve black shirt and some trousers. And that's an entire, it's like, no, if you, if you have Drew, if you've got druids with you, when you're coming to the ring, have something that matches the druids. I don't know. Like your own royal costume. I don't know. I don't like the okay, costume. Um, it annoys me. I was trying to think who else was just like smartly dressed as a wrestler. One of them I don't want to mention Constable now. Corbin. Constable Corbin. No, no, but before Corbin. him. Where I was did... trying to think of... I, I did think of someone else, but I don't want to mention him because of stuff they've been saying on Twitter recently. Um, oh, yeah. Good point. Uh, you know what? I, I was going to say Constable Corbin or other wrestler. I'm just going to drop that. Let's just move on. But okay, yeah. sure. As for Apollo Crews being there, in a way, it's a shame he's not on SmackDown or Raw, whichever brand he was on. I genuinely can't I mean, remember. But at the same looks, time, uh, the potential for like... Because yeah. I don't know if you... Because I saw his matches before he went to WWE, like when he was in Dragon Gate doing mm. stuff on the indies. So, so good. He had, he had some decent matches in NXT as well. He had, some, he had some nice little building matches in NXT, and then he was just suddenly called up in 2016. And the fact is, I think he was one of those, it's like when talents just suddenly get yanked up to NXT too soon, mm. Apollo Crews was one of those. So being back in NXT allows him to kind of flourish a bit more or get a, get a more deserved spotlight so you can mm -hmm. put him in the North American Championship against uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes you can put him in the NXT title picture against Braun Breaker because I think he'll get really good matches and it's it's just it's just a chance to reinvent yourself look at Mandy Rose mm -hmm. well yes she's still NXT Women's Champion and, and Toxic Attraction is starting to sort of outstay their welcome as a winning unit it it's still a, a good example of someone who wasn't getting the the, the, the stuff that they really kind of wanted or we're getting on the main roster. They go to NXT and they have, and they just feel reju re rejuvenized, re mm. revitalized, stuff like that. Viking Warriors have done it. Uh, Viking Raiders, sorry. Viking Raiders have done it. AJ Styles had a quick pop stop off. I mean, it's like, it's good. Did, didn't that they Riddle are. for like a week as well? Yeah, Riddle went there for a week as well uh, with MSK before these. Ironically, wasn't that in place in Jeff Hardy, funnily enough? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, that's a bad callback. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like I like I like the fact that they do the cross sort of the cross transition a little bit because mm -hmm. it gives people again it gets it gets eyes on the product, but at least it's it like gets, a comic book universe. Yes, it's like they're going to leave one universe and join another. I mean, that still doesn't stop the name changes, but at least people get used to it. I guess I suppose I don't know. It's like when no, Spider Man pops up in the Captain Marvel book, you know. <laughs> Hello, I'm no longer Spider Man. I am Man Spider. Um, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, and then you just have random passers by when he's doing crime fighting. Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man. Oh, no, it's Man Spider now. I'm the I man. I'm the, the Man Spider. I, I, I picked this name, and Mickey's going, <laughs> "No, you didn't." <laughs> I, I, we could deviate into comic books for ages, but actually, yeah. funny. Actually, you know what? I can make this somewhat work. Did you know that recently Nyla Rose penned an X-Men comic book? No, I did not. She wrote a story. I've actually got it in um like in my other room. I haven't actually had a chance to read it because I picked it up today because I suddenly thought, oh, I should look for that in the comic shop when I bought some other stuff. But she recently did like a reboot story for, I believe it's the X-Men character Warpath. I believe okay. it is. So she kind of done like her own take on it. and part, I think either co-wrote or wrote a story. 
recently. So I'm going to give that a read. I'm looking forward to reading it. So there you go. There's a genuine crossover. Also, I think CM Punk's written a story as well, or a couple. I remember he did a few. Oh yeah, this yeah. Time. He's he's done he's done some comics there mm. before. I think Batista Absolutely. might have done one as well. Actually, come to think of it, but I digress now further. But but there you go. I managed to bring that back on track somewhat. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so in terms of the next big WWE premium live event, we've got Money in the Bank on the 2nd of July. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're st- we are starting to get some of the fields for Money in the Bank to emerge. Mm. Uh, for the men's, we know full certain that Seth Rollins is in it. He beat AJ Styles this week on Raw, uh, so he's punched his ticket to Money in the Bank. Um, he would also be facing Drew McIntyre or Sheamus, but they both disqualified themselves by hitting each other with a chair at exactly the same moment in time in SmackDown. Oh, uh, but but sorry, it was quick, the- but quick, quick, quick correction. It was Thunderbird, not Warpath that Nyla wrote the comic for. Oh, sorry, but hitting That's the okay. chair at the same time. They both went. I have a chair. You have a chair. Fight, smack. <sighs> and then they brawled in the crowd for like ten minutes after. So we're having another match. I think this week or something like that. So. That, that's that's kind of it on the Money in the Bank men's field at the moment. I think we will get more as we go closer. We've still got like three weeks to go for that one. Hmm. Uh, in terms of the women's, we've got a little bit more. Lacey Evans punched a ticket by literally punching Xia out uh, it, on SmackDown with the women's right. I'm not wrong. Uh, <laughs> with a literal right hand. Oh, yeah, it's a literal. The woman's right is her right fist going oh, yeah. into someone's face. Because, as the big show proved for many years, the knockout punch is a legal wrestling oh, no, move. No, 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 no. The woman's right at least has some force behind it and looks like it's being thrown like a proper punch. Whereas the big punch from the big show is just a gentle. Eh, just gentle, just a gentle. It's like, it's like watching Danny Dyer on the world's toughest people. Okay, like, no, 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 look, right. No, 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 I'm going to finish this point. When when okay. someone just gently tapped his cheek and it went, oh, oh, my face, it really hurts. It hurts. It went, in terms of wrestling, when Big Show just gently taps your cheek, you just collapse. And that's it. There's I was no going to say, I... <laughs> The idea in some way of Big Show being compared to Danny Dyer, even I feel sorry for the Big Show. <laughs> like I'm a giant, but I'm Danny Dyer. But I meant in the sense of like, you know, the punch, the legal wrestling manoeuvre. Yes. Because it's not. Yes. Um, so, so Lacey I, Evans I, Based on I, those three people at the moment, I'm leaning towards Alexa Bliss. Did I say Alexa? I haven't said Alexa, Briff, Liz, uh, Alexa and Liv have qualified yet. I hadn't gone to that bit yet. We were talking I jumped, about the. I jumped ahead. You jumped sorry. the gun. You jumped the script. Sorry. Sorry. So, yes, on Raw, uh, tag team qualifier for some bizarre reason. What? Uh, uh, yeah, so basically, two tag teams and the winning tag team, they both got added, even though they're not technically a tag team. Fair enough. Why not? They've said they're not a tag team anymore. So, Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan won on Raw, so they are on. They're in the women's money in the bank. Um, I mean, any three of them would be a good choice at the moment. I mean, they've been building Lacey Evans up with the vignettes of her marine background and her upbringing and stuff like that. So if we're paying that off, Lacey picking up the briefcase wouldn't be a bad shout, to be honest. Mm. Um, But no, I I think any of them could technically win, to be honest. I think Liv Liv would be a people's favourite to win again. Because she was pretty much a people's favourite when the event was won last year. Hmm. Mm. That said, though, like uh, I mean, I, I, because you just mentioned Alexa now, like she's been off TV for a long time. Has she only recently come back? 
she came back a couple of weeks ago. She's been having matches. She still has the Lily doll. We have okay. no idea what her character is. She doesn't have any promos. That means she's going to she win. Just... Oh. <laughs> I, w- I would like something. I because then like... what she'll like do, it. she'll then have like a little mini briefcase to give to the doll to look after. So then when she wants to cash it in, magically there'll be a larger briefcase when they change the camera angle. And then she'll hand it to the referee and that'll be fine. so bad because you know it might happen that's the thing isn't it, it might but i would like <laughs> i would like a much better gimmick or a better character direction for alexa please she deserves one make her into like a death metal queen icon or something that'd be great just just, just take her back to the goddess let her be the goddess alexa bliss again that was fun or little miss bliss that was fun but, but ian you've just said the key word that was fun <laughs> We don't have fun here in WWE. <laughs> you think we have fun? We put smiles on people's faces. We don't have fun here. We put, we put in brackets, not said out loud, forced, close bracket smiles on people's faces. Faces. And if you can't see them, you can definitely hear them by, oh. our, by our patented audience oh, machine. Fake crowd noise, man. Anyway, moving on to the rest of the, poss- the probable card. Uh, definitely happening at Money in the Bank. Uh, Bianca Belair defends Royal Championship, uh, Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley of the Judgment Day. This should be good uh, fun. That I'm should be good fun. Um, I don't see Rhea taking the belt off straight away. I think she'll probably take it off Bianca by maybe SummerSlam. Maybe so what I'm hearing after. is her Judgment Day will not be at Money in the Bank. No, it is the SummerSlam, the Judgment Day. The SummerSlam Judgment Day. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think we've got undisputed tag championships between Street Profits and the Usos, which be should fun. be good fun. Should be good fun. Always good with those two. Uh, we should, I think, is probably on the cards. We are definitely going to get Ronda Rousey versus Natalia for the SmackDown. Oh, I should be good. Uh, I mean, Nat- Natalia has a championship shot. We just don't know when it's happening. So, smart money would say money in the bank. Um, uh, 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 and- no, no, no. Wait. Smart Money would say that, but WWE Booking would say next week on SmackDown. Yes. If the Roman Reigns match is anything to go by. Well, maybe. Uh, and then I, I don't think it's been kind of announced, but it's kind of signs are pointing to a US title match between Lashley and Fury. Yeah. At least. At least. But then SummerSlam, it will probably be Cena versus Fury. So you could That'll say, in theory, the match may happen on the show. In theory, the fairy match might in theoretically happen. And that's the theory of Austin Theory. Who, sorry? The theory. Oh, theory. Right, sorry, yeah. The theory of Austin Theory. <laughs> sorry, the theory. Who, who's Austin Who's Austin Theory? Sorry, I don't know that person. <laughs> don't say that word. I get confused. I think it's Austin. Steve. No, my name's not... My- I'm not asked. God, I don't want to go in directions <laughs> like this. But yes, um, but yeah, that's that's where we are, WWE, at the moment. It's like we're getting closer to Money in the Bank. It should be a fun show. If I may ask one more question with regards to Judgment Day, what was the follow up on that? Has there been like any reason given or anything like that? No. Oh, okay. They've just they just basically all appeared on a big screen when Bianca Belair was having an interview, and just kind of all stood in their nice little. Nice little black suits and waistcoats in their huddle, in their huddle, like they're like there's some like a like a 
oh, what's it like? Like they're going out for a night at the Roxbury in the nineties, something like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference I was not expecting today. Blimey. I pull them out of anywhere. Uh, just going, we're going to beat you, Bianca. Okay. And that's it. It's like, we're going to talk about Edge? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We haven't written the story yet. And also, also, brace yourselves, boys and girls. Elias is making an appearance on Raw next week. He's going to have a concert with his brother Ezekiel. Wow, he's going to grow his hair back quickly, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I am I am morbidly curious to see how this is going to turn out even more. I'm going to say now, what if like loads of people are doing at concerts at the moment, they have like a hologram next to them? <laughs> do you think do you think that WWE with their their powers of augmented reality make a fake Elias to be oh. on the stage? <laughs> if you're in the arena for that show, that's going to be awful. Well, I mean, they, I bet Vince must have looked at Abba's show in London and went, I want that. It's like, we don't have the money, Vince. Well, make something happen. Well, Vince just went, you know what we did for The Undertaker at WrestleMania when he just walked across the stage and there was the augmented re- reality looking like Undertaker that looked really, 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 really bad? That. That. But Elias. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, so before anyway. we wrap up, good sir. Any uh, any additional thoughts to to impart? Was anything else broken since we've been uh, on the on the air? Uh, I've had a quick scamper. I think there's not much, not much, not much. No. Nope. Cool. Uh, I mean, I will say for as, as a note, I'm just on Sean Ross Sapp's Twitter because that's usually where something breaks. He did say, like, in the last hour or so, a story coming up on Fightful Select today about how plans for the AEW tag team scene changed quickly over the past two weeks and some talent frustrated, some talent frustration surrounding it. He then added, five minutes ago, this story seems inconsequential after the last 20 minutes, but we're told that the AEW tag team scene and plans changed heavily over the past few weeks and some frustration surrounding the rumoured original plans and shows a match and shows a graphic of, like, the original three-way ladder match. So okay, so something's up in the tag team division. I guess we'll find out. Never, <laughs> or based oh, on well. Dynamite tonight. Never but, mind. But um, I think that's gonna be all from me. Actually, I can't think of anything else. We've covered a lot of ground tonight. As we mentioned, everybody probably gonna be back in uh, on the next two weeks, which is the 29th of June. Mm-hmm. All going well. And as things stand, the plans will be to review Forbidden Door. We'll preview Money in the Bank and cover any other bits and bobs that we have to talk about. Depending how things are looking after Forbidden Door or pre-Forbidden Door, whichever it is, we may have a bonus show of some kind in case there's some big news to talk about or we feel it would just be good to do another thing. So do make sure you are subscribed on the audio platforms, the likes of Apple, uh, Spotify, at least a Gunther podcast, but I meant Google podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, just, you know, it's just just Ludwig Kaiser saying, and now you listen to the sounds of... Gunther! <laughs> Say something, Gunther! That ring is sacred. Yeah! I really, do you know what? There, there was a wonderful image on the highlights of Swag. I'm going to say this before we wrap up. There was a moment where, like, I think it was Ludwig Kaiser just looking at, at Gunther. And I really wanted to just make a meme of, like, does anyone look at you like Ludwig looks at Gunther? <laughs> oh, there's. <laughs> 
there's a bit of a nice positive to, for the end end of the show. There was a wonderful image that was shared. I think I think I think Ludwig Kaiser or even Walt or Gunther shared it on his, their own Twitter. It is a picture of both of them several years ago. I think on an NXT show mm. of just Gunther and Bart and and when he was Marcel Barfel, just standing in the ring as they were, and they cut and you just see the the staggering weight difference and oh, yeah. physique change. It's just insane. But you have to admire that dedication because it's like they're being presented fairly well on SmackDown right right now. I'm just gonna see if I can quickly find the picture, but uh No I mean honestly, just go on Gunther's Twitter. All it is is just him looking ripped, and you're like, I'm never gonna look like that. So I'm gonna back away from his Twitter. I respect the man, but I can't keep looking at that. Um <laughs> You just don't you just don't want to get chopped in the chest. That's the thing. It, not by him, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Or oh, oh, flying drop kick? No, no. <laughs> Do you know what that that in that Ricochet match when I think Ricochet did the shotgun drop kick and then Walter did his own and just blasted Ricochet <laughs> like into the sun with it almost through the ring post. Freaking great. Yeah. But, uh, but as I was saying, everybody, uh, do get subscribed on the audio podcast feeds, that being Apple, Google, Spotify and such. You you name it, more than likely, if you search for Bunker Mania, you will find it there. And thank you very much for checking out the show. We hope you enjoyed it. Also, as mentioned, if you've been watching here live on YouTube, why not give the video a thumbs up, tell a friend, share the link if you feel so inclined. You can also hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that notification bell to be notified when we are next on the air, which... As mentioned, as things stand, will be on June the 29th. Good sir, if people want to get in contact with us, what's the best way that they can do that? Well, they can fling us an electronic letter, as we like to call it, email, <laughs> to bunkermania at bunkerzilla.co.uk. Uh, please note, we do not accept Gunther mail, and that is email that is mail shouted at by Gunther. Though, I think my emails, uh, uh, emails uh, are uh, shot. A gun, a gun for telegram service would be amazing. You just have someone knocking at the door, like, "Hello, telegram." Yes, and it's just a big hand, just slaps it, slaps and destroys your chest. Chest, and it's like, "Gun for." Now, the way I would see that happen is sl slaps them. You've been served papers. <laughs> oh. Let's patent this. No. <laughs> there you go. But folks, thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Here's to looking forward to Forbidden Door and such. And as mentioned, tonight on Dynamite, as we are recording and broadcasting this, going to be a packed show. I'm sure it's going to be good fun. But on that note, from myself, Jeremy Graves, from him, the Decadane, Mr. Ian Bolton, we have been Bunker Mania, Bunkerzilla UK's official pro wrestling podcast. Until next time, take care and speak to you soon. Enjoy the show. Discover more Bunkazilla originals at bunkazilla.co.uk. Mm.